Welcome to the Faithful 31 Moms podcast. Wherever you find yourself today, multitasking or just trying to catch a quiet moment alone, I'm so glad you're here as we learn together how to live out our faith and point our kids to Jesus. Please don't forget to hit the add or subscribe button today so you will always be notified about new upcoming episodes. Faithful 31 Moms is a love worth finding ministry, and I'm your host, Mallory Allen. Hey friends, on today's bonus episode, I just want to share a quick personal story with you and then two challenges. During the Christmas winter break, something really big happened at our house. It has nothing to do with Christmas presents or the typical stress of having out-of-town family come and stay with you or anything like that. This may be one of my most favorite moments ever thus far since I became a mom. So Jake, my oldest, he's nine, he's in third grade this year. He was saved at six, so he was young, just for reference, and actually put a link in the show notes of an interview that I did with him this summer of 2020, right before he started first grade. So if you want to go back and listen to that, it's in the show notes. It's just fun for how much he's grown up since then. But he's always had a heart for the Lord and was newly saved in the interview that I linked. But since then, he has grown literally in inches. He's so tall but also in his knowledge for the Lord and his love for the Lord. But as we all do, right, adults and kids, you and I, we all struggle with caring more about sometimes what our friends think about us than we should. And Jake is kind of getting into this age where he's caring what people think. He is becoming distracted with school and sports and so many things. And he'll just readily admit to my husband and I that he is guilty of wanting to people please. And I say, we all are. Like, that is that is a constant struggle for everyone. So with that said, we really challenged him this past fall in 2022 when he started third grade to not keep his faith to himself, but wanting to be a people pleaser, wanting p- other people to approve of him. This was really hard for him to do, to share with his friends. But we really stayed consistent in challenging him, and he took this to heart. Because over the Christmas break, at home in our garage, of all places, that kid led our neighbor to the Lord. (laughs) And this boy that he led to the Lord, he's actually in Jake's class. He lives in our cove. They're our next-door neighbors. And they play outside together all the time, especially on weekends and school breaks. And we've taken him to VBS a few times and to our Christmas service this past year at church. But whenever, you know, he can come, we take him because his parents, they they don't go to church. Um, they play a lot of sports. They do that on the weekends mostly. And they'll readily admit that they don't really believe in the things of God and, and they don't have any interest in going to church. But to make a long story short, Jake and I have had over the past two years of living next door to them, we've had several gospel conversations and um, different things like that just on the way home in the car from a VBS or something simple and easy. But I knew that this little boy, he was just kind of beginning to absorb the things of God. He was nowhere near ready to ask Jesus into his heart or anything like that. He was just kind of processing it all. But on Christmas Day, something happened in our cove one of our sweet neighbors, she passed away, and it was it was very sudden. She lived alone, so her family actually found her on Christmas Day, and there was ambulances and things when we got home from church, and we didn't know what had happened, and long story short, she was found in her home, and so this was really hard for all of us, all of our neighbors to process, and um, especially 
this little boy's family, they have lived in our cove, I think, over 10 years and have known this woman for a long time, much longer than we have. And so he was upset, as it does for all of us. Death can start making us think about things like, what's going to happen after, you know, after I die? Like, where am I going to go? You start thinking about heaven. You start thinking about hell. You start thinking about all those things. And he was upset. And his parents were not willing to really talk with him about it because I don't really think that they know themselves. And so he ended up talking to Jake about it in our garage. (laughs) Unknown to me at the time, I was inside, you know, cleaning reading. I don't know what I was doing because I have no idea that this is happening in the moment. So in the middle of playing outside, they're having a Nerf gun war. They take a break in our garage. He starts talking to Jake about all this stuff. He says, I know that God made the world, but my mom and dad don't believe that. And I know that there's a heaven and a hell, but they won't talk to me about it. And so he didn't want to have to worry about whether or not he would know where he was going. He wanted to know for sure that he had Jesus in his life. And so he went to Jake about it. So Jake could have come inside and gotten me and said, Mom, I need help. Our neighbor wants to talk about Jesus. Or he could have just said, you have to have Jesus in your heart and left it there. Or he could have just been like, I want to go back and have our Nerf gun war. Let's talk about this later because kids get distracted, right? But he didn't do that. Jake flat led this kid. Uh, Both of them are only nine years old in the third grade, but he led him to the Lord in our garage. And not only that, he he shared with me that he first quizzed him on what he knew about the gospel that Jesus had done for him on the cross. And when I'm hearing this, of course, I'm just like shocked and and proud, but shocked. Uh, He led him in a prayer uh, to know that Jesus, that he could be sure that Jesus had forgiven him of his sin, that he had him in his heart, that he could have a relationship with him. And that night, he didn't even come inside and tell me right after it happened. I think they went back to the Nerf gun war. But that night before bed, as boys often do, if you have a boy, they like to open up right there at the last minute. He um, told me, he said, guess what happened today, Mom? And I was like, what? And he said, I led our neighbor to the Lord. And I was like, what? I I don't think I knew what to do. I think I wanted to cry and jump up and down all at the same time. I'm pretty sure I did both. But I asked him all the questions about how it went and everything. You have to drag details out of boys. And he proceeded to tell me everything that I just shared with you. So... He didn't even come inside and get me, though. I was just blown away. And then he told me, Mom, I knew what I was doing. I listened when you shared with him in the car on the way home from VBS. And I knew how to ask him all those questions because that's what you did with me when I got saved. And I was just like, whoa, like, wow. So I share all of that to say two challenges really quickly today. The first one They're listening. Your kids are listening to you. Clearly by what I just said, Jake told me, I knew what to do because I remember when you did it with me, he told me. And so I was just so shocked when he said that to me. But whether your kids have accepted Jesus or maybe they haven't, I have one that has, I have one that has not yet. They're listening to you. They're listening to every Bible story that you read them. They're listening to every prayer that you say with them. They're listening to the gospel conversations that you have with them, or maybe that you're having with their older sibling, or that you're having with a friend of yours. When you think that your kids are just 
playing, having a play date on the playground or something like that. They're listening when you're inviting that other mom to church. They are listening to what you say. And so the bottom line is stay consistent with it. You know, keep going, keep sharing with them because they really do listen to what you say. I got to see the fruit after six years of planting into Jake's life when he got saved um, when he was six years old. But on this day, it was so cool because I got to see him make his first fruit after nine years of planting Jesus into his life. And that was just such a joy for me. I can't even express how how much joy it brought my life to see that happen. And the second challenge that I'll leave you with today and the last one is for you personally, for you, mom, for me as well. This was a huge challenge for me. If my nine-year-old can do it, then we can do it too, right, as adult moms. I had tried to share Jesus with this boy's mom that I was talking about today, our neighbor, um, several times now over the last two years, but it usually ended up at a dead end if I'm honest. And I was starting to kind of give up, really. And I haven't talked to her in a while about the Lord. But after this happened, the Lord just really lit a fire under me and said, if your nine-year-old son can be bold enough and focused enough to share with this boy, then you can do the same. And so I ended up (laughs) probably out of conviction, but also just it motivated me. It challenged me. So I had lunch with our neighbor recently And I wanted to share about her son asking Jesus into his life, but also get an opportunity to share with her. And I will say it's still a work in progress. You know, adults, we know this, are not as quick to believe the things of Jesus as a child is. But I am not going to give up. I'm looking now for other moms on the playground after school or wherever it is that you often encounter moms. I know like Chick-fil-A used to have like the playgrounds or the indoor playgrounds and all those types of things. But after COVID, a lot of those opportunities have kind of shut down, but they're starting to open back up. And so really look for those places that you see other women and other moms congregating and see if you can share Jesus with them. See if you can invite them to your church. Um, because we can't ask our kids to do something that we're not willing to do ourselves. That's the biggest takeaway of that challenge. So I really want to challenge you. Who are you actively sharing Jesus with besides your children? If you can't think of anyone, then it's time to change that today. So really start to turn your focus towards that. And if you're listening and you have a child that is asking questions about following Jesus. This is my kindergartner is right in this category, James. He is asking questions. He's thinking about it, but he's still getting really easily distracted. So he's not there yet. But we have a tool that I really think that you can use to help your kids in knowing if they're ready and if they are ready, knowing how to proceed and helping share Jesus with them. And if you go to faithful31moms.com at the bottom of our homepage, there's a free download there for just putting in your email that is how to become a Christian. It's a little booklet that'll come to you, and it's specifically supposed to talk to children that you can go through with them together. The link for that will be in the show notes if you want to check that out. But thank you so much for listening today. 
And I wanted to ask a really big favor really quick. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or however you listen to your podcast, would you do me a huge favor and leave a quick rating for this podcast? Just as simple as filling in the little stars. Um, A review would be awesome too if you have a minute to help with that, but a rating just takes like two seconds. But both are appreciated and will help us reach more moms. So thanks on your help with that. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Faithful31Moms. Thank you for listening and keep up the good work on pointing your kids to Jesus. Jesus.